If you do business through GSA with the federal government, you might find your government folks a little distracted as the oversight machine cranks up. Joining me with this and why more contractors ought to protest, Larry Allen, president of Allen Federal Business Partners. And let's start with GSA and I guess the oversight machinery was promised by the Democrats taking over the House and now we're really seeing it. Tom, we all knew this was coming and now it's here. So we have no fewer than three congressional committees right now looking at GSA's involvement currently uh, in terms of the FBI headquarters location issue. You may recall that it seemed all but certain a couple of years ago that the FBI headquarters was going to move out of downtown Washington into the suburbs, and then suddenly it was not. And there are a lot of congressional uh, accusations that the reason it stayed put was because the president ultimately wanted it to stay put. So GSA Administrator Emily Murphy had to go up and appear last week was the House Appropriations Committee and answer a lot of questions. The House Government Reform Committee is also taking a look at it, as is one other congressional committee. And... It's not just the administrator's time, Tom, that is being taken up by answering congressional questions. It's her entire senior staff, and I'm anticipating that all of this activity is going to detract from the pace of acquisition reform. Maybe some of the members were mad because when they tried to book the hotel, the Vladimir Putin suite was taken. Well, the proximity of the hotel to the FBI headquarters was a topic of the hearing. That takes care of Emily Murphy. But what about the people at the government reform and procurement reform level? They're not subpoenaed. They're not subpoenaed, Tom. But realistically, I have two things that I would say about that. One is, look, Emily doesn't prepare for congressional testimony on her own. It's all of her senior deputies that are being called on. And even if the topic is nominally FBI headquarters, that doesn't mean that the Federal Acquisition Service is not being called on to provide answers to possible questions that individual members of the congressional panel might ask. So we're seeing the the real top echelons uh, of the entire agency being distracted and being otherwise engaged and not working on things like schedules consolidation or electronic commerce or streamlining GSA solicitations, all of those neat things that contractors and government agencies that buy from GSA really probably care a lot about. The other comment I would make on this is, look, you and I have both seen GSA be in the headlines before, and we know that whenever this agency gets in the headlines, it's a distraction regardless of what the topic is. So GSA, an agency that's not used to making national headlines or being in the national press, whenever it is, uh, it's usually not because it's done something magnificent, uh, at least an allegation of something that has gone awry. And that's a distraction to the rank-and-file workers, a lot of water cooler talk, and that's just going to slow things down that uh, should get done in the normal conduct of acquisition management. Sure, and more germane is the fact that people may be reluctant to launch things at the lower levels because the upper levels aren't there to kosher it. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, If you don't have senior-level people's attention, that's going to slow new initiatives down further. Compounding that, Tom, is going to be some concern that, hey, if I start something new, 
with my agency already in the spotlight? Am I going to get attention that maybe I don't want to get, even though my intentions are good? You're never really sure exactly how an outside organization is going to view it, whether they're going to see it the same way you do. So there could be a hesitancy even to start new initiatives inside the agency. We're speaking with Larry Allen, president of Allen Federal Business Partners, and you're also saying that more contractors should protest? Why are you sending a skunk <laughs> to the garden party? Well, in point of fact, protests are a daily part of government business. And unless they're frivolous protests, and some are, most acquisition professionals in government, Tom, actually anticipate protests, especially for larger projects. They build protest time into their acquisition life cycle, and they're kind of surprised if they don't get at least a, a post-award protest, and some agencies even prepare for pre-award protests to protest the solicitation they put out on the street. So generally speaking, if a company has a reason to protest, whether it's something that's in the RFP or RFQ document that they don't understand and can't get an answer on, or more traditionally, a post-award situation, I find that the companies I talk to in the commercial services and product industry are generally more reluctant to protest than they should be. They're concerned, of course, about upending a customer relationship. And while I would never want to discount that concern, I think that, as I said, acquisition professionals in government anticipate protests at certain times, and you're not going to upset your customer if you've got a valid reason to protect yourself. And look, you have every reason to want to make sure that the government has given your offer proper consideration, particularly on a large project. And there's no real harm in submitting a protest there if it means that you're going to get another look. All right. And one other thing I wanted to follow up with you on is you're writing about the Army launching a cloud strategy. DOD is seemingly spinning in the teacup here with its JEDI deal. I don't know what the status of, of that is this week, but it's not going anywhere fast because of various legal problems. What's the outlook? Tom, I, I think this was kind of inevitable. Look, History is not on the side of centralized acquisition efforts, whether it's DOD cloud or anything else in government acquisition that isn't a weapon system. History is very much on the side of big plans to do things in a centralized way that end up being that individual components, like the Army in this case, go out and stand up their own offices and proceed if for no other reason than the central organization can't get its act together as you properly pointed out in this case. So the Army is forging ahead with creating its own cloud program office. In fact, on top of that, they're planning at least five separate uh, uh, cloud efforts for this year on things like tactical intelligence, financial management, logistics, global force integration, things of that nature. These are all good opportunities for contractors, and they're opportunities that actually may prove to be more fruitful in the short to near medium term than something like JEDI, which is held up, and even Dissideos, which seems to have uh, slowed down as well, uh, whether or not they want to slot Dissideos program in after they get their JEDI issues resolved, I don't know. 
but these two large cloud programs aren't moving very fast, and so the Army is going to move ahead on things that are important to the Army. Well, yeah, and I think the cloud debate is going to continue, and I think there's going to be textbooks written about this whole Jedi thing after it's all (laughs) over. It is, I think, an indication that uh, there are multiple special interests in Washington, and no one's more special than mine. (laughs) Larry Allen is president of Allen Federal Business Partners. Thanks so much. Tom, I appreciate it, and I wish your listeners happy selling. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.